Sadly, I remember Lancelot Link, secret chimp. Man, I'm old. 820 on the Crosstalk on WIZM. Ripoffs. You, have, you, you just never know. From the Wisconsin Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection, Michelle Reinen, good morning. I don't think we've talked yet this year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. It, Thanks it, for having me. Is it a Happy New Year? I, I noticed that uh, you came out with the uh, top 10 consumer complaints for 2019. And to no one's surprise, telemarketing is still uh, the number one problem. And it is way ahead of even number two. You're absolutely right. There's more than 4,000 complaints in our telemarketing category, and most of those are related to the robocalls that everyone knows about, the Social Security Administration, utility company, uh, Microsoft calling you about issues. But there's hope for 2020 in that at the end of 2019, a federal piece of legislation was enacted, the TRACED Act, and this requires telecommunication carriers to put some authentication methods in place to improve the accuracy of caller ID. And they'll have the ability and requirement to block these calls. So we really hope to see a, a huge decrease in 2020 when this act is fully implemented. And so that that puts some positive into 2020. <laughs> uh, yeah, no question. Uh, you have to know how to do it, I guess. But uh... Most people have a nine-year-old somewhere around that can help them figure out how to block those calls. I can remember when my mom was alive, she got dozens of calls a day. Uh, And my sister would spend an hour or so blocking all the phone numbers when she would come over to visit. So, you know, yikes. Hopefully this act, not only adding some teeth, but actually helping to, to lessen the number of those annoying calls. Absolutely. And that's the beauty of this is that that blocking will be put on the telecommunications provider, that they'll have to do that and will be required to, as opposed to the consumers downloading an app and and programming an answering machine or something in order to to block those calls. So it won't eliminate all of them. I don't want people's hopes to get too high, but there should be a decrease when this goes into place and as all the telecommunication providers roll it out. I wonder how many people have uh, moved from the I answer them all to if I don't recognize the number, I don't answer it. I'm hoping that's quite significant given all the messaging we've done over the years so people don't fall victim to the scams. But, yeah, there'll be a a refreshing um, change where we can answer that phone again and trust that caller ID when when things get into place. All right. Uh, Interesting. Uh, I'm curious, too, that I remember back in the day when if you said out loud, do not call me back or take me off the list, they were required to do so. But these days, that robot doesn't have ears. Nobody's listening. They're just talking to you, right? Well, absolutely correct. But the difference is when those days when you said do not call, you were talking to someone trying to sell you something, a a telemarketer. And that's what we'll probably go back to. And we still enforce the Wisconsin do not call law. So be sure you're on the do not call list. Say that to those who you have a conversation with that are trying to sell you something and report those complaints if you get those calls. Because, again, that large group was just scam artists trying to steal your money, steal your information, and not sell you anything legitimate. And, and, you know, we may move back to that phone sales times. Landlords and tenants still number two. Are the complaints still the same? Landlords don't listen? 
<laughs> well, the complaints are very similar to past years, and it's a sensitive relationship. A consumer's borrowing property of someone else, that's their investment. But 1,100 complaints, it's about security deposits, whether or not those are returned, how much is returned, what it's used for, and then eviction issues and entry. Does the landlord have the proper notice to enter the property and, and do their inspection or do some kind of maintenance there? Because, again, the renter is is living there and wants to be sure that they're given the proper notice. So same issues, um, sensitive relationship, both have rights and responsibilities, and we have lots of information regarding that on fact sheets for both landlords and tenants if people want to learn more. Home improvement, medical services, uh, still in the top five. Home improvement, that's the, the guy who knocks on the door and says, I was fixing the roof of your neighbor, and I still have some leftover shingles. Want me to do your roof too? You're right. That includes those complaints as well. The one thing I can advise consumers that's most important in this category is to, you know, not fall for that door-to-door knock and in, in, in buy something expensive you weren't planning on getting but and falling for that deep sale. But remember to assert your right to get a lien waiver. Get that lien waiver when you're involved in a contract in case there's a subcontractor or supplier issue. Medical services, is that the surprise bill issue? It could be a surprise bill. It could be duplicate bills, confusing bills. Uh, Medical billing is a wrong codes uh, type situation. It's a very complicated situation as medical services get more and more complex with insurance and providers and and types of offers. So be sure you document everything and use consumer protection if you're having problems resolving those issues yourself. Right. Identity theft, motor vehicle repair, sales and service, gas pumps, computer equipment, If you have a problem, you are encouraged to report it because Consumer Protection will deal with it. D-A-T-C-P dot W-I dot gov. Michelle Reinen, thanks very much for talking with us this morning from the Office of Consumer Protection.